Hello. Hi. Hi, Kim. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Unexplained Oregon, and thanks for listening this week. We have, Welcome back. We have an exciting episode that we've been waiting to do um, on ghosts. It's taken us a while to do ghosts. I think we had some pretty heavy episodes, our first eight episodes, so we're excited to talk about ghosts. Uh, It is definitely one of our most favorite. Yeah, if you like what you've heard so far, don't forget to write review or tell a friend. Let's get the word out because we need your help to do that. Um, Yes, we're still going to do this. Uh, We appreciate you listening, emailing us. We now have an Instagram that we are working on. Uh, We have Twitter, (laughs) although we don't tweet, Uh, but we will someday. We will tweet someday. Our Instagram is the Unexplained Oregon Podcast. You can also reach us on our Facebook page at Unexplained Oregon and of course, we have our unexplained Oregon Gmail. I'm so excited because we're going to have a listener's story at the end Yay! of this episode. So stay tuned. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> here we are. We we're are, here. We are here and we are about ghosts today. And I'm super excited, as always, to be with Kim. This is Christine. And this is one of our favorite topics, if not our favorite topic, right? I mean, this is I like think it is. been the thing that we have always talked about from the beginning. Yes, um, for sure. I've always, um, it was definitely, hi, my name is Kim and do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> hi, my name is Christine. <laughs> Tell me your ghost story. Exactly. <laughs> uh, definitely something that we have been talking about forever and we talked about when we first got interested in ghosts like what do we like remember about that and 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 how that was introduced into our lives I think well my mom I remember she went through a phase of watching scary movies she still does Mm -hmm. and I was the baby of the family and so knew how to pitch the biggest fit so I could go to the movie theater with them (laughs) I remember that's a huge shock what (laughs) so I remember uh, being privy to some really crazy scary story scary movies at a young age Mm -hmm. in the movie theater with my parents and I'd always close my eyes, like, during those scary parts. A really scary one I remember was, um, I don't know if you remember this one. George C. Scott was in it. It was called The, Cha- the Changeling. Have you, have you, it was from 1980. Yeah. But I'll always remember at the end of that one, the house kind of burns down and there was this ghost where you see the, the ghost comes out at the end and I, still to this day haven't seen that because as a child I'd always close my eyes and mm-hmm. yeah so uh, I was introduced to ghosts at a very young age thank you mom and dad <laughs> yeah. and that's I've always just been interested in it how about you 
Yeah, I mean, um, I was trying to think back too. I just feel like it's always kind of been a part, just like we've talked about with Bigfoot or Sasquatch or UFOs. It's kind of a part of our childhood. But I always asked people, adults, to tell me the scary shit they knew, scary stories. And for some reason, they did. I don't know if we were just like, maybe I was that kid that always tried to get into the movie or... I wanted a scary story and adults seem to want to share those. But I remember like my brother or sister had a magazine. It was a kid's magazine. And I've actually tried to find this story as an adult, but it was about um, this house and these people that lived in this house. And it was about this red ball mm. and the ghost would like use this red ball to communicate as you, you know, of course, yes. And it would, like, bounce down the stairs, right? And and only the kids could see it. And it only happened when the kids saw it. But I remember being, like, obsessed with this ghost story. And I, it got, got me kind of thinking about, like, the history and evolution of ghost stories and paranormal and sort of the fascination within our culture, but also, like, me and you and why are we both as individuals so fascinated. So, of course, I did a little bit of research Um, and I, I'm kind of basing some of this on some article. I found an article from the Atlantic, um, actually specifically talking about why do we believe in ghosts? And it was in their health, you know, fell underneath like their health section of the magazine, Hmm. which I found kind of interesting. You know, when we were growing up, there was limited access to ghosts information or stories I remember just you would find a story in a book or you would find books with you know that they had printed I remember I had a time life book that I got from like Barnes and Nobles in the clearance section that had like the most famous ghost pictures and I was like obsessed with that but I was in my 20s yeah so we were limited right and then along comes the internet right which has really opened up like our ability to read stories, listen to EVPs, mm-hmm. look at orbs, connect with other people that also are obsessed like we are. Yes. And I wonder if that kind of coincides with what this article describes as sort of a revival in terms of just people's fascination with the paranormal. Mm-hmm. This article also cites another author who has gone so far as to even label ghosts right Um, and put them into categories which I also find really cool and again this kind of is based a lot on parts of the world Kim so you know as you can imagine Asian countries have their specific titles labels and ghosts can be viewed as like helpful or uh-huh. you call on the ghost to help your family. You call on... So there, the ideas and philosophies and beliefs around ghosts are different compared sure. to where Here you live in the world. it's very creepy yes. and scary. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm finding the different titles here. Categories of all, those ghosts. Yes. So um, the classification of ghosts, according to Roger Clark is poltergeist, historical ghost, mental imprint manifestations, death, survival ghost, apparitions, time slips, ghost of the living, and haunted inanimate objects. 
which wow. is also that one kind of sticks out because of course in our culture we have all the movies about like Annabelle and yeah. <laughs> and the boy doll or the movie the boy maybe where it's like yes. the boy doll <laughs> yes no I think that was an actual boy they oh. told the girl it was a doll but it was an actual kid that lived in the wall oh that's right sorry <laughs> yeah there is an actual boy too I think that's really sad, the boy that but... was living in the wall yeah, yeah okay I don't know. yeah <laughs> So I like the, you know, taking it so far to like categorize the, you know, the ghosts. Yeah, I mean, if I could only just see one of those, I'd be happy. Right? I know. So <laughs> I mean, one. yeah, Kim, have you ever seen anything? I haven't. Uh, I think I've definitely maybe felt energy or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But but then again, I've always questioned that because is it me? wanting to feel that energy you know right. or is it me wanting this so bad that i'm manifesting what's mm-hmm. going on here so i've had those situations where it's like hmm that was a little creepy but also something that could be explained uh, explained away yeah. so i don't i've never seen a ghost i've never uh experienced you know the cold sensation and you know all those things have you well, I mean, I, I've definitely, like, put myself in places that were supposed to be haunted. Right. I mean, I've sought out for a really long time different hotels and cemeteries and different places where it reportedly, you know, there are encounters. I mean, mm-hmm. every time we stay in a house anywhere, Airbnb, I go straight to the the guest historic homes. book yeah of course and then I look yeah. at the guest book to see if there's anything and if there isn't I'm really disappointed but yeah um so far <laughs> right a little hey hey where are you ghosts like I'm here Come on. um you know so far I I have I have not seen anything but I definitely have like you been in been in places where um I felt things or I've walked into a room and felt something and Mm -hmm. I wonder too if there's sort of you know you go in and and what we know as humans is we our brains look for patterns so if you're already told that there is something Mm -hmm. that's been there you're looking for it you're looking for it and you're more apt to be like susceptible to it even if it's not there Right. I don't even think I, and I don't know what I would do if I saw one. It was kind of like that story we had with my dad where he finally witnessed and something and he didn't know how to react really. And so I think I, you know, joke and say, oh my gosh, I want to see one. But if I did, I fear I would be the person that just stands there, doesn't get my phone out. So I'm always screaming at the person, where was your phone? Like, yeah. where's the evidence? You know, I would be that person just scared shitless and standing there not knowing what to do. Well, know? yeah. And I mean, you and I, we've talked about how we uh, remember the story we talked about with our, our friend in like junior high whose house was haunted. And we love the story. Like we... We talked yes. about the specific of the ghost she saw. I tried to get her to email it we... to us, man. Like <laughs> I still remember it, and but I think every time we were with her, we we're like, "Tell us that story." Again. But you know, maybe maybe the universe has a way of like protecting us because if we did see it, maybe we wouldn't be ready for it. Maybe there's sure. like some kind of a, a rule where I I don't know. Um, 
But I've definitely been in places that were haunted. I've definitely pursued and fell prey maybe to this paranormal industry that's happening right now. I was Mm -hmm. reading that there are websites that you can go on to like actually locate hotel rooms that are haunted. And so you can stay in them. I've never gone that far, but I definitely have sought out places. Mm -hmm. My favorite all time would be I, and you and I have talked about this before on the podcast. uh, We did a a haunted weekend on Mackinac Island in Michigan. And I did reach out to one of the facilitators of that to try to get some of our evidence. We seriously captured some of the best EVPs I've ever heard. And I was trying to get access to those, but mm-hmm. I didn't have a recorder going in the room at the time. And, and if I had to do it over again, I would do it differently. But mm. that was an amazing weekend. That, that being said, there is definitely an industry out there. And of course, there is an abundance of ghost hunting shows, which have kind yes. of opened the the door to this. And I I would say you and I both agreed that it was ghost hunters on, on the sci-fi channel. And I don't know what year that show started. I think it was actually have that written down somewhere. It aired, uh, from about October, 2004 to actually October, 2016 on the sci-fi channel. So quite a while, uh, there was 11 seasons and about nine spinoff specials oh my from God. that yeah. show. Yeah. So uh, I remember getting sucked into it around 2004. I mean, we, we definitely <laughs> would watch it and talk about it. The show was unique because it was based around... These real people. You yeah. had Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson were the two main guys, yep. and they were plumbers with Rotorooter. <laughs> you know, and so you just had these normal guys that were interested in it, and that to me is uh, more believable to watch than having you know crazy. They were just believable and 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 stood by what they saw. And there, there seemed to be no bullshit behind it. And I think that definitely sold the show that, that you had these real people coming yeah. in and doing this because they were interested in it. Yeah. Okay. So they, their, um, paranormal group was called TAPS, the Atlantic Paranormal so- right. Society. And I think prior, obviously prior to getting the TV show, they were just normal dudes. They were friends plumbers by day ghost mm-hmm. hunters by night awesome. and you're you're right you see the evolution of them as they become like more popular and and known as sort of the i think sort of like the genesis of these types of tv shows not that there aren't or and weren't a ton of paranormal groups out there that have been doing you know, investigations, but, but they got chosen maybe because they were plumbers by day, maybe Maybe. because I I don't know, but, and they were interesting and you're right, Kim, they were no bullshit. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't go in and try to prove it was right. They went in and showed us how to look for it, like through the lens of it's not real, really. Exactly. They would go in and try to debunk. I think they call it trying to debunk things. And, uh, set up shop in these places and interview the people, spend a lot of time there, and then they would actually stay a couple nights in these places, videotape, 
Uh, they did EVPs. It was really the first time for me that I had ever heard about EVPs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I used to be like obsessed with just orbs. And I think they were the ones that were like, orbs are bullshit. Like they mm. never like, and once as a person who's like obsessed with this, I used to be like totally into orbs. And now I'm like, oh, orbs are stupid. Orbs aren't real. The odd odds that that's not dust or it's a, a bug. dust particle. Oh, yeah. interesting. So they really aren't, you know, they really debunk the orb thing. Not to say that you can't capture a good one, but an orb is basically supposedly some kind of an energy I think that would be like spirit related and it's yeah. usually in the form of like a circular <laughs> movement which somehow looks like dust uh, moving through the I air I know even now <laughs> if you watch some that. tv shows or people saying they capture stuff it just looks like bullshit to me but Okay, so you and I talked about talking about ghost hunters, obviously. I tried to access their old episodes. Apparently, it used to be on Prime, Amazon Prime, not there anymore. Interesting. I don't know how to watch it other than to maybe pay a ton of money for it. But listen, you and I did not know this, but we talked about the one episode that was like super pivotal for us that we were like obsessed with because it was super fucking scary. Yeah. I think I texted you and just said, Hey, think about, think about the most scariest ghost hunter, ghost hunters episode that you can remember. And And we both agreed. Yes. Saint Augustine Lighthouse. And if you've seen this episode, you'll, you'll remember know. the black and white striped lighthouse. Like, I don't you re- I still remember yep. how the way it looked. Really creepy episode. And it's disappointing that you couldn't find it because I did want to kind of play the part that you and I remember most from that episode. <laughs> and what I remember is them having video evidence they're looking they're down below Mm -hmm. and they're kind of looking up this spiraling staircase up the lighthouse and they see what appears to be this shadow just kind of peeking his head over like it peeks its head over fucking peeking its head over it it did a little peek and look and And then then went away yeah. And uh, I just remember going back and pausing and yes. watching it over and over and, and probably even screaming at the TV going, what the fuck yeah. was that? Like, we were so crazy. lucky to have um, our DVRs, I think, at that point to where we could record the episode and like watch it like that. Because you and I both did it over and over again. I think I did it at your house with you. We <laughs> we like pull the episode up, go back and forth because it's so creepy. Very and... creepy. But then again, you have like someone like my husband sitting there watching it with me going... How do you know that's not someone up there creating that shadow for their camera? Well, like, because how they do you know that? chased it up and got to the top and the door at the top was locked. That's like, right. Completely locked with like a, a lock, not just like, um, oh yeah, someone can open it up and walk out. They actually chased this thing all the way up, went to and the top. And nothing was up there. Nothing was up there. But again... Could it have been staged somehow and edited? Sure. But 
it was sort of for me the 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 best evidence I'd ever yeah. seen at that it's point. It's definitely was, what you needed to keep it keep you interested in the show. Like definitely. it got it got you in. I also have remember another one where they would go into um, like old prisons a lot. This one could have even been an Alcatraz, uh, which they went to and had some experiences quite a bit. But I remember them being looking down this long corridor. And so to the right of you would be all the prison cells, right? And so they're looking down and there's this railing. And you're just looking at the screen and then all of a sudden you see this shadow kind of sit up and walk off to the right. And at first, you know, when you're looking at the screen, you don't realize that anything is even sitting there and it just kind of gets up and walks off. And that, that was surrounded around shadow people, shadow people, Mm -hmm. which is a very scary it's why yes. I'm scared of the dark. Like yes. every time I go to a pitch black, shadow people pop into my head. I don't know. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. So, well, what about um, when you were at my house last and we talked about doing like something down in my creepy dirt basement? Yeah, I feel like if there is any okay well number one if we could make it down the stairs without falling i don't know and then get down there i'm pretty sure shadow people are down in there i'm pretty sure i don't know if it's like i would i would just open up the door a couple times the last time i was here (laughs) and you saw the the container of tostitos dropped at the bottom of the stairs that i've left there okay i've got some like shells for for a dinner that fell down to the bottom of the stairs and i have not picked them up okay if that because you're shit. creeped out yes. to go fucking down there it's the it's that's the where the shadow people are creepiest basement they're down there with my dinner yeah <laughs> okay so the shadow people and i wonder if it was at an episode because they always went to the um it's like Something, a huge, famous prison on the... There's a lot... I think Mm -hmm. they did more on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if it was one actually located on the East Coast. But go ahead. It doesn't matter because we saw a shadow person. Exactly. I I think it was a shadow person. I don't know what it was, but I remember it. And I remember being really freaked out watching it. Going, what the the hell hell was that? And do they have my chips? Yeah. <laughs> Are they hungry? Yeah. <laughs> so, needless to say, I'm not as excited to watch those types of shows because now, if you go on Amazon Prime, there's bazillion of these shows. There that is have... a lot of them. Yeah. Actually, Ghost Hunters, and I don't know if you know this, has premiered again. It's come out recently uh, with a new season. Yeah. And I haven't actually gone back, but it would be interesting to watch it now, now that all they're in competition now with all yeah. these ghost shows. I mean, it's. You go on there now and they have some special voice recorder that they can hear conversations and they have all these different instruments now that they really didn't have with the original, you know, show. So it'd be interesting to go back and watch it now and and see, hmm, are they finding more ghosts? Because we're in competition now with other ghost shows. So we need to put something out there. Well, and Jay, I don't believe that Jason and Grant are on the same show. 
I th- okay, I thought that yeah. that one of them though is with the new season, right? Of yes. Ghost Hunters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they both have a show, but they're not on the same one anymore. That's and, sad. I wonder well, what happened there. I don't know, but I can tell you that I did get to spend time with some of the people that had been on Ghost Hunters when I was in Mackinac Island, and wow. they did. Um, I went back to the the hotel room by myself to grab maybe some more beer. And by the time I got back, I missed Scoop on behind the scenes. And nobody else that was with me cared or even like wanted to. I would have been right in that shit. And so I didn't get the whole scoop on the drama behind the scenes on Ghost Hunters, but there was definitely stuff. Unlike every show. Sure. They got pretty famous pretty fast. So who knows if that had something to do. I don't know, but. Um, Hopefully their love of ghosts will bring them back together as friends. I think they're all still connected. I think the community is connected and maybe they don't all have the same philosophies or ways that they do things, but I feel like they do kind of support each other maybe, but you know, the, what about ghost adventures on, uh, the Can't stand that guy. Zach. This is Zach. Z-A-K. I bought a house. It's called the Demon House. Everyone told me not to buy it, but I bought it sight unseen the next day. And since then, so obnoxious. That is my problem with that guy. Like every experience is crazy and outrageous. Like it's really hard to believe someone when they're that animated, intense. Also, if a priest tells you not to provoke the ghost. You should listen to your priest, okay? Exactly. Just rule of thumb. Mother's tip. Yes. Yep. Just saying. So you and I tried to find some uh, scary EVPs out there, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was kind of difficult because, well, there is a lot of EVPs out there, but to find the most creepiest one, you know, and play it for our listeners, there's a lot of pressure out there because there's just a lot out there. And, you know, you have to go and watch all these crazy ghost shows to find one, too, right. and that's hard. So what uh, is an EVP, Kim? Electronic Voice phenomenon, phenomenon is what that stands for. And um, I guess you can pick it up off of any recorder. Is that right? Or does it have to be a specific? Well, the the time that we caught the best one, we actually had two recorders in the room when we did the ghost investigation in Michigan. And one recorder did not pick anything up at all. Oh. And the old, the one that was like the analog recorder, which is like a basic AMF or like old school recorder from when like we were growing up. Yeah. That one actually picked up the disembodied voice. Good to know. So there are definitely like more specific ones I think that work better. I know. I think there's probably some apps you can get to pick up uh, EVPs as well. I've never gone down that road. Uh, I just can't download one more thing on my phone and be connected to my phone. So uh, I, it's interesting. Have you ever gone that route? Tried an app? Or? I've definitely put an app on while we've been sleeping in hotel rooms to see if it captures Ooh, anything. Good idea. I've had a recorder before and tried to put it in my bathroom when we lived in Florida. Like hardcore. At a recorder in a cemetery <laughs> in Louisiana, but wow. I will tell you, I have never picked anything up. 
And that I think when you do see a show pick something up, it's it's probably really rare and it takes a lot of listening to the recording. I think it's it's rare to to get one. So when you, when it shows it in a TV show, I think it's always like it's it's a good um it's a good piece of evidence, but I don't know that you come across it very often. So And also one, I mean, I'm also one that my husband will always debunk, right? Like, of course. Cuz you can't prove it. You can't prove that that wasn't there, you know. I mean, you just it's hard to prove. One of the EVPs that you and I found uh, was called the Folsom California Scream. Yeah. And that's a kind of a creepy one because it was in an apartment, a newer apartment, where there was a baby in the apartment, and they pick up this demonic screen. <laughs> it's like, listen to this EVP, and I don't know how you would even explain that. These people claim Everyone there didn't hear this scream. And yeah. how, it's just creepy to me that they would pick this up. Okay, let's listen. Holy shit, Kim. Yeah, kind of creepy. I don't know... I don't know how you could explain no one in the apartment hearing that demonic thing. Like, what, what was the it hell? a demonic scream? Like, a I don't, disembodied voice. I just kind of an angry one. Like he's pissed off about something. Well, can I just say to begin with, I heard the baby too. Like the baby was clearly like, I wonder if the baby was linked to or was crying because the baby like felt something or heard something or saw something so I always wonder about that but it's hard to say because we weren't there we you know again uh it's something that's put out there and if you really wanted to you could debunk it and you could say hey you know this they're putting this out there for attention so why would you why would you take the time to do that I guess there's an argument there there's people out there that want attention So this guy put a recorder in his sister's bathroom in an apartment building that had like not, not a lot of history. So it wasn't some old, you know, apartment building. It was just a typical apartment building, but things had been happening. Right. Mm -hmm. So he put the recorder in there and came up with that again. I mean, we talked about this before with, with Sasquatch, like who's this person and, and they're (laughs) out there, but who are they that would be like, you know what? I think I'm going to put a recorder in the bathroom. Number one, you know, just to, I got some spare time on my hands. Exactly. I got this recorder. Let's set this up and fake the shit out of it. Like, why? Let's put it and out there. Let's who, tell everyone we know so we can look crazy. Like, I don't, I, exactly. I don't know who would take the time to fake something, although there probably are people out there that do it. There are, and we know there are, and then sadly there um you know, they're hurting this um, type of investigation mm-hmm. or hurting our ability to actually figure out what is happening and if there are things happening because people are faking it. And then people like your husband 
you know, they're never going to believe it. They could hear no. it. They could see it on a video. Like, But we're still going to find a way to debunk it, right? Yes. And, and one of my husband's arguments is when you see an entity, you see it in the form of what? The way you want to perceive that person when they were mm. around? Or are you perceiving how they want to be? Like, who are they? Did would they die at five? That's what their ghost is going to be, you know? So there's a big question there. I know. And I'm always like, oh, damn you, Brian. Damn you. I don't damn know. You. I don't have the answers. And that's why it's so interesting. I don't okay. know. So I want to talk, you know, before we wrap things up, um, and thank you, Kim, for finding that EVP and sharing it because it was freaking creepy. So whether or not it was faked or not, it was still sent chills down my spine. So good job. And if someone faked it, get a life. Exactly. Okay. And if you have an EVP, email it to us. Oh my gosh. We will play it. We want an We want your EVPs. Um, I want to talk about why I think you and I are are drawn to this kind of stuff, and and um, and then I'm super excited to read a listener story Yay. to kind okay. of ties in. But I wonder if you think this is accurate. The reason why I was kind of thinking about why I'm so drawn to the idea that there is more after this, and. I think it kind of provides me a little bit of comfort to think that when we die, this we're not, we're not just ended. And right. I, of course, grew up with a certain type of belief and was it was very, you know, conservative Christian viewpoints in my household growing up. So for a very long time, I was very convinced of what my afterlife looked like. Interesting. And I was very sure of that. And as I got older and started to kind of develop and differentiate from my family of origin, I have come into my own views, my own philosophies. And at this point in time, I'm not sure what Mm -hmm. happens. I don't know that I believe that there's a heaven and a hell, but I think I find comfort in the idea and the, the concept that there is more out there and that we're not just ended in the sense also that oftentimes people, you know, we have no control over what happens to us or our loved ones and when it's our time. And so this idea that someone could be taken from us quickly and and maybe there's a way that we can still talk to them, hence psychics, right? Yeah. Or a Ouija board or whatever, right? So this idea that if someone dies tragically, if somebody leaves our life and we're not ready, that maybe we still have a way to talk to them. Maybe we can still communicate. I mean, I went to my Nana's grave. I just went back there for the first Mm. time a couple of weeks ago and stood there and can remember going there, you know, regularly as a teen when I got my license and I would just spend time at her grave thinking that maybe I, I had some connection to her still. And I'd had, I also have had dreams about her where we're hugging. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was a way for me to find closure and because I don't have those dreams anymore, but I had a lot of them when I was growing mm. up. So this concept that someone can leave our life and we can still be connected to them. Yes. Or there's some kind of unfinished business that this person is trying to do. I don't know all the different 
reasons why a ghost may be able to move an object or come into your room and scare the shit out of you or even... Or want to harm you or want to love on you. (laughs) Seriously, it... People claim to be sexually assaulted. Yeah, let's not so talk about I, that. That's another show. Okay, yeah, that's a whole another show. But there is a creepy movie though from the eighties, The Entity. Do you remember it? I remember watching it with my mom. Like it was, and she has a crazy thing happen like that. But so, I think the reason why I'm drawn to it is because it brings me comfort to think that there is more. It's that unknown thing that we don't know. And maybe if there is more, maybe we just don't end. Definitely. If we stay connected to our family and the ones that love us and they, there is a sense of protection out there for us. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, in my case, I don't, I didn't know my grandparents really, you know, I'd met one grandmother a, a handful of times and, uh, And so I've always kind of felt like maybe that energy around me is my family, you know, and, and, and and so that's always brought comfort to me as well. So Mm -hmm. I think definitely the idea of staying connected to your family and having someone there that you can still connect with Hmm. is fat. It's what holds us to it. It's definitely keeps us fascinating. There is, you know, I do get scared I get fascinated with the creepy scary we're laughing about people saying that they've been (laughs) sexually assaulted by ghosts but that's fascinating as well the whole evil poltergeist thing uh, I do tend to shy away from when it becomes demonic in energy. You know, oh, that's me very too. scary to me. But not Zach. He goes straight exactly. for Exactly. Zach with a Z-A-K. Yeah. So he- there are different levels here that, <laughs> that keep us interested in it. I think definitely the more family connection, the Casper side is what, is what we like and what, what keeps us there. Right. Well, I mean that, I think the Casper side is the part that, that I'm definitely like drawn to, you know, that we are still around in a peaceful, kind, loving way, but also what is happening? Is there more happening in that evil demonic? You have to wonder what happens to all those evil people that leave this earth? Like, where does that energy go? And do people get stuck for a while? And, and then later, you know, some people say that you get stuck if you don't leave within a certain amount of time because you wanted wow. to say goodbye to family. Then you get stuck and there's no other time to get into the light. And that's oh. why maybe. So let us know what you think. I'm yes. curious. What are your viewpoints? What do you think about what we think? Do you have an EVP? Do you have a photo? I would this, take a photo with an orb. Exactly. Let's look oh, at the, that'd be I awesome. Mean, I mean, this definitely will not be the last time that we talk about this subject. Not we at all. We're on the hunt for uh, some ghost adventures, and we will keep you informed of what we find out there. I but think I th- I'd be with the ghost hunters. I'll, I'll skip ghost for adventures. Sure. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Zach is busy. Calm he's down. looking. He's at the demon house. <laughs> yeah, you can't go there. I can't go there. No, I'm not going to the demon house. So I think we're going to end very excited about this part of our show. We are going to end with an awesome story that was emailed in from us. And I'm going to let you read it. 
and okay. then we can talk about it. But we just want to say thank you so much for emailing this into us. Christina and I both read it, talked about it, got creeped out. It's Keep a creepy one. Yes. So this listener says, I have a creepy story to share that I think you will both find fascinating. My dad just told me this for the first time over quarantine. Apparently the house I was raised in from birth to age eight was haunted. One night my dad was sleeping in his bed and he heard a girl's voice in the corner of the room. He woke up and saw a little girl wearing a colonial nightgown and was standing in the corner of his room. I forgot what she would say, but it was always the same thing. Her appearance became more and more frequent until it was almost every night. As time went on, she would get closer to my dad's bed. My dad woke up one night because his bed sheets were pulled off of him. He woke woke up and the little girl was holding the sheets. No, just no. (laughs) That's so wrong. It's rude. Okay. Yeah. It's wrong and it's rude and it's scary. She kept doing this for several nights and my dad would always have to pull the sheets back on. My dad would yell at the girl and tell her to go away. Well, I don't blame him. He's trying to sleep. I'll get the thread count you want. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I mean, if she needs her own set, just ask for it. Once he tried to see if he could help her. And make her go away, but she would always say her same phrase over and over again. I don't know what that was, but something about the thread count. One (laughs) night, I came running into my dad's room crying, saying that there was a girl in my room. Eventually, when my stepmom came into the picture, she never saw the girl. We never saw the girl again. Until one day, she was home alone, and she heard someone say her name. One night, a little while later, both my stepmom and my dad woke up to the little girl in their room. We eventually moved out of the house. A couple months later, my dad ran into our old neighbors and asked them how they liked the new people who moved into our house. They said that they are very nice. And they said that the strangest, they said that they, they told them the strangest thing the other day. They said that there was a little girl that haunts them there and pulls the sheets off of their bed while they're sleeping. Creepy. This was crazy to find out because for a long time, my dad thought he was going crazy and that this was all in Aww. his head. He never told anyone about the little girl. So the fact that the new family said the same thing confirmed that it was real. Huh. Thank you, listener. Thank you so much. That we that's love that story. <laughs> what would you do if every night a ghost was pulling your sheets off? I don't know, but I I think I think I could see why you know you would not want to tell anybody. And then by, when you wake up in the morning, you probably wondered if it was like a dream yeah. or if it you know because ultimately nothing was unsafe. It just had to have been like. I don't even know. And the fact that the ghost was, like, actually holding the sheets. Trying to communicate with him almost. Yeah. uh, But not really willing to let him in, it sounded like. Just crazy. Crazy. Uh, But I'm glad that he got the clarification and he doesn't feel crazy anymore. Right? Yeah. And that, um, you know, he was finally able to share the story with the listener. And what it wasn't, like, something he shared with a lot of people and I think that makes it like a little more um, exactly yeah legit yes for sure thank you so much for sending that in we're excited 
to share more of those with you. I can't sure. wait. Yes. Well, Kim, this has it's been, been great hanging out with you and talking this spooky shit that we love. Exactly. <laughs> There's more to come. There's more to come. And... I, I don't know. Maybe we'll head down into our basement sometime next time you come. What do you think? Yes. We need to get those tortillas. I need to get sure. those. That's pretty gross. I yeah. got to get that stuff cleaned up. Yeah. All right. Let's do it, girl. We'll do it. Stay tuned. 